Scammers. We talked about them before, but we're going to talk about them today. Let's go. Good morning, Chad. How are you today? I'm doing good, Gary. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. So what's on your mind today? You got any ideas what we're going to talk about? Because we just wing it sometimes, don't scams. we? Scams. 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 Okay. Scams. Oh, scams. man. Man, I, they're coming up with new ones, and I just saw a video on YouTube. And the person who was uh, talking uh, is apparently uh, very technologiable and everything else, uh, and he has a YouTube channel that... Uh, talks about technology and he was warning that he got taken for a scam and it had to do with tickets in the airlines and what he said was he was overseas in a country where uh, they spoke Spanish and he didn't speak Spanish so he was uncomfortable because of the, the language difference and he was sitting in the airport waiting his, for his flight and he got a text message from the airline saying his flight was delayed so he said, well, he, over time, it, he had learned that uh, the first delay, okay, I'll wait it out. Second delay, that means there's a bigger problem, and they're probably going to cancel the flight, and I want to change my flight now before everybody else time, on the plane realizes. Yeah, time <laughs> to do that. So he said he went out because he didn't want to call and talk to somebody in Spanish. He went uh, online, and he did a search on Google for... Uh, contact to the airline in English uh, kind of thing and he got a telephone number and he called that telephone number and they answered the phone uh, saying they were the airline and all the rest of this and he said I want to change my flight and he told them why and they said oh no problem sir we'll take care of you right away and then they asked him for the code that was on his ticket and that's kind of the identification code for that trip for him confirmation not a confirmation it's number not. it's a, it's a different number that's on the ticket itself okay. All right. i think it was uh two two letters and three or four numbers or something that was behind it and he gave that to him and then he started to wonder why and he said that made him a little bit suspicious and he started to do some checking and he, he began to realize these people might be scamming him and he decided to to kind of look and see where this went um but they said, yes, they could take care of him and uh, that they would be happy to change his reservation for him. But there was a charge of 140 something dollars to do that. And so uh, he said, OK. And they went through and uh, charged his credit card and uh, changed uh, the ticket. And he got off the phone. He went and he checked with the airline and his reservation, in fact, been changed. And he figured that, uh, you know, that when he, the more he looked into this, the more it was obviously a scam. And he talked to the airlines, and the airlines told him that, uh, well, his reservation had been scammed, but they don't have any third parties that do this, and they didn't have any records on this transaction as to who did it. Hmm. And so he talked to his, uh, his credit card company and said, I don't want to get that charge reversed. And the credit card company says, no, we're not going to do that because it was a perfectly legitimate transaction. We talked to the airline. The airline said it was a perfectly valid transaction. But the airline doesn't charge anything to change those reservations. So, so he wasn't still, speaking to the airline people. <laughs> well, he, he, he's uh, working it out now, but he said he wasn't apparently talking to the airline people. But he said the key thing in all of this appears to be that number they asked him for. And the more he thought about it, he said when he called the airlines here in the United States, 
they backtraced his telephone number and uh, brought his account up so that whoever he was talking to had all his information, his itineraries, and everything else. He said, that didn't happen over there. And then he, the more he thought about it, the more he realized that that number that he had given them was the kind of password mm-hmm. into that trip. Right. And they could do anything with his account if they had his name in that number. Uh, so one of his words of warning were that, uh, number one, don't go into Google and do a search for an English language version of the, that uh, business when you're overseas. Said, so go to the website for the business or go to the website for the airline and go through their phone numbers <laughs> where you know what you're doing. And he said, that was the first thing. And there were some other things he mentioned about uh, other ways that this thing could be hidden by the, the group that was doing this. But uh, uh, as far as the airline was concerned, it was a perfectly valid transaction. And he said, I could have done this from my phone directly through the website. And he said it would have been just as, as legal and valid. Um, so he, he was just kind of warning people about this, but he did wind up saying a couple of interesting things. One of them, he says, if you decide to take a selfie of you getting ready for your trip holding your airplane ticket, make sure that any codes that are printed on the boarding pass or the ticket are not visible in that picture. And he said, also, if there's a QR code that is put on your ticket, by the airline when you print the ticket out, make sure the QR code is not visible because people can scan those out of the photograph and the QR code may have more personal information in it than just that code for the ticket. So he said, just be very, very careful of this. And he said, when you when you call some of these people, watch out, don't, uh, don't just use what comes up top of the list in Google. And I thought that was some pretty good advice. We just have to learn to be smarter yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's just <clears throat> you know this is this kind of kind of a dated scam, but there it goes back a year or so. But people were um, they were getting phone calls from this whoever was trying to scam them, and they were asked the first thing they'd ask them was, "Can you hear me?" And if oh, you yes. say yes, they recorded that yes. yes, and so then they used that for other. Uh, yeah, they they go to do something else, and they uh, uh, would play your yes, so it's in your voice. Yes, and that's yes. it. That's another one that you gotta. It, it's just that these people are getting so uh, just blatantly yeah out here and, and more sophisticated each more day. sophisticated. And the worst thing is that most of this stuff appears to be happening outside the country. There's no legal path to right. go after these people. Yeah. And, they got like big warehouses of these scammers that just sit there, like big call centers for scammers. You know, it's crazy. Well, I keep I keep thinking that the the only real solution to this, and it's not legal. Uh, I'm not saying that what I'm going to say is illegal. I'm just saying there's no legal solution to this problem. That um, the the way to handle this is if you think back to Mad Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Mm-hmm. We got rid of drunk driving to a large extent because of the social pressures and the social actions of that group of people, Mm -hmm. not because laws were passed or anything else. And I think that if we could do the same kind of thing as a society, just say, we're sick and tired of people who act this way. So if I know somebody that is out running a scam through email or through the phone systems or something else, I don't talk to him. My kids don't talk to him. We see him walking down the street. We change the to the other side of the street and yell bad names pointing at them. <laughs> um, you know, do anything we can to socially uh, hurt that person. 
And again, I'm not talking about doing anything illegal. We're not going to go attack them or anything like that. We just don't let them participate in society any longer. We just cut them out and we say that's not behavior that as a society we're willing to accept any longer. And I think that's the only way that we're ever going to stop this. But that means that everybody that gets involved in it has to treat it that way. Yeah, yeah I see. But in our previous talks, I like your uh, initial response, we should just torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that would be illegal. It, 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 well, not only illegal, that you really won't solve the problem. <laughs> I mean, we can take take out of the building they're in, but, you know, yeah. they'll just go to another building. It gives you satisfaction for a few minutes. Well, I, I was listening to one guy that um, he uh, had written some software on his uh, computer that uh, actually attacked the systems at the hacker's. Mm-hmm. offices and he was on the phone uh, with the hacker and the hacker said mm, what's going on I can't find and he says oh, you're going to find it we've just deleted every file off of every machine in your office <laughs> and all your backups the response from the hacker was the thing that was interesting he said I make so much money on these scams that I can replace everything in this building and I'll still be making money so he that's, says if you wiped it all out tough <laughs> that's a yeah that's, that's pretty sobering right there it, it, it is people fall for this and if you think about it, there's 600 billion smartphones. Three quarters of the population of this planet have a smartphone. If I send out a billion emails telling you you're out of storage on your Apple account, and one-tenth of one percent call me back and, and uh, upgrade their storage limits, I just got filthy rich. Yeah. I'll never have to work another day yeah. in my life. It's, it's sad, yeah. And the only thing we can do is not fall for this stuff. And uh, I was talking to somebody recently, and they said they, these are so terrifying when they read them. If you're not technically astute, you read this and you panic. Oh, yeah. And they're designed to do that. And the, the thing is, please don't. In fact, uh, one of the things I said to uh, this person was, think about somebody driving down the street in a car. Can they tell if your refrigerator is running? And the answer is no. There is no conceivable way they can tell if your refrigerator is running. The same problem here. It isn't possible for somebody to hack into an iPhone or an iPad or a MacBook and know that you're out of storage on iCloud. Without you giving permission. They, to without do you actually right. doing that task for them. Mm-hmm. And they, they can't get that information any other way. They can't tell you that you're out of memory on your iPhone. There's no conceivable way unless they have the iPhone physically in their possession. They can't tell it. So if you get messages that tell you those kind of things, they're scams. Right. Because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to want to control your computer. They're going to say, can I have control of your yes. computer? Once you do that, it's game yeah, over. They, 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 if you do that kind of thing, they say, yes, I, I need to connect to your computer fixes. What they're doing is they're loading all right. of the junk on it then. Right. Then right. they can do all kinds of terrible right. things. So, right. yeah, yeah, you know, as scary as these things are, don't fall for them. Please don't fall for them. Yeah, it's, uh, they come out with a new scam every day. And, and you know... You pass it on to me, and or when, I find something out. I, I usually put it out to the members, of the new ones coming up. So, uh, But there's a different one each day. <laughs> there is, and, and this silly one about uh, running out of iCloud storage, that thing just uh, repeats and repeats and repeats and repeats. I get half a dozen of those or four or so of those a day. And none of them are, are true. Um, you know, I've got the same thing you do with the family plan and all the rest of that with two terabytes of storage. Mm-hmm. And I maybe have uh, <laughs> 1% of it in yeah. use, yeah. so I am not out of iCloud storage. If I run out of two terabytes of storage, something's going on. Something's going on, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, folks, just uh, remember, just be vigilant in everything you see. Just, um, yeah, if there's a question, if, if you're getting something from the bank or if you're getting something from Home Depot or whatever, you're, whoever you're getting it from, just call them. Don't, don't give them, don't talk and to don't these use people. the number that's in the message that you got. Exactly. Go right. find the telephone number from the phone book or ask the operator or look them up online, but yeah. you find the number and call a legitimate number. Absolutely correct. So, all right. Well, good. Uh, that was a good little bit of um, public service announcement today. <laughs> so, uh, I hope it is anyway. Yes. And uh, gosh, are you getting excited about the uh, new uh, the the next meeting? Not new, but next, the next, next meeting. meeting. Is there a meeting coming There's up? There's a meeting. It's, it's it's coming up. It's like three weeks away. Oh, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> it's time you start doing a presentation preparation. Hey, you got about six uh, six slides to put six together. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to be sending out a a, a another um, a survey on uh, the format that we were using the um, breakout sessions. Breakout, yeah, the table uh, breakouts, yeah. yeah. Although that won't affect our uh, first meeting. Now, first meeting again is going to be on uh, September the 11th. That's a Monday instead of Wednesday because uh, we weren't uh, able to secure the Veterans Theater that day. So that should be the only change at least till February. So it would always be the second Wednesday after this first meeting. So hope to see you there. And everybody, thanks for the listener today. And I hope you all have a great day. And you as well, Chet. I'm going to try hard. So goodbye, Gary. Goodbye, Chet.